I wish you would step back from that ledge. Love it already. Netflix already. It just is so earnest yes. that it makes me feel so cynical because yes. I can't, I'll never be that earnest about anything. Yeah. Wow. Uh, also, like, great time for snare drum, snare drum, military inspired, like, beats. <laughs> Big diamonds on a verse. Oh, yeah. Also, these weird third eye blind, like, guitar kind of like swells yeah what it's like an effect on that line six sweep echo yeah i think is what they call it this produced by our boy too eric valentine valentine nice fuck yeah dude he creeps up we got to do a whole episode about him (laughs) yeah this song's so great i really like it it sounds so real. Too. I believe the vocal performance. Yeah, I know, me too. Which is like a weird thing to say for like a song that's like just so damn corny. I know. Or it could be. It could be corny. Yeah. Like maybe I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what makes it so endearing. Yeah. And like people who were not around when this song came out know it too. Which like obviously there's something about it that yeah. has like endeared itself to people, even if you like weren't there for like the 90s thing yeah well it's like i was saying like i have an anecdote for this song i think yeah. this is one of those songs that people remember where they were oh yeah or how yeah. they felt oh absolutely or, or some memory yeah i've i have a lot of third eye line memories oh, i've yeah. seen this band a lot in concert welcome to listen to this a podcast in which we explore songs we like we research what they mean how they were recorded why they were written why we like them and why you should listen to this we also wish you would step back from that ledge. <laughs> Today's song is Jumper by Third Eye Blind. It was released in August 1998. Man, what a crazy time period. Tim Duncan just entering the league. <laughs> Remember when people thought Keith Van Horn was as good as wow. Tim Duncan? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Keith Van Horn had a, had a pretty decent career, solid, though. Solid. He had a good. He was a good NBA player. He was not the Third Eye Blind of NBA players. No, though. no, no, no. Um, this song was a pretty big hit for the group. The lyrics focused on suicide which was obviously like on the minds of any rock music fan in this area. Yeah, the, of the 90s, 90s. Was dark, man. Yeah, a lot of people committing suicide. Yeah. Um, Jumper was written by Stefan Jenkins or Stephen Jenkins. I never really know. Jenkins. Steph Jenkins. And it was produced by the great Eric Valentine. Our boy. Who we've talked about on this podcast before. He, he in an episode of season one, he produces a Taking Back Sunday song. Yeah. What's it feel like to be a ghost? Eric Valentine, amazing. Amazing. This is kind of like where he really like blew through, I think. Yeah. Was on these Third Eye Blind records. Yeah, I think so too. Because this track and Semi-Charm Kind of Life, yeah. which is another like, just like perfect song. They're kind of ubiquitous songs for like this sound. Yeah, they have a legacy. This You'll hear this song forever. You know where they recorded this song? Mm-mm. You're going to fucking love this, dude. It was recorded at Skywalker Ranch in California. <laughs> That's fucking Star Wars for people who don't know. That's crazy, man. Yeah, Skywalker Ranch. It was the first place. So like, this is just like a little history. It was like the big thing about Skywalker Ranch. It was the first place you could do your IDSNs, which means lining up audio to video. Usually when Hollywood films would do their filming, you know, they would capture the film and they'd capture audio. But they did not have the technology to actually line the audio up to the picture. So you'd have to take it to like a recording studio to line up the stuff. But the whole thing about Skyrocket Ranch is that they could do it there. Oh, nice. You could, you, could do, you could be on set and film Star Wars and then bam, go right next door 
and do and line it all up and get it ready for editing. So like what you're telling me is that it's pretty likely that Third Eye Blind recorded Jumper in the same hallowed halls that John Williams would compose his music. Yeah, absolutely. That's fucking, it's definitely possible. That's insanity to me. Definitely possible. Also, like, it's crazy to think that the lineage of, it goes like Darth Vader, Jumper, Third Eye Blind. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jenkins is the primary songwriter and singer of the group. He's expressed that Jumper actually, not well, about suicide has a broader message which is to have understanding and compassion for others. That message could be a huge, huge reason why the song continues to make people sing along and smile. I think like that makes sense. Yeah. It's nice. Like when you put out a piece of art that has like a message that could improve humanity as opposed to like something that reflects something bad about humanity, which right. is also, you know, really worth making art about, but yeah. it's always nice when you can write a song that hopefully inspires people to be more compassionate. According to Jenkins quote, Jumper is about a guy who jumped off the Coronado Bridge and killed himself. Mm. It's kind of a noir-inspired story. And the point was, if we have more understanding for each other, then we might give each other credit. And if you don't want to see me again, I'd understand. Sometimes when you really help people and you make yourself vulnerable and they can't really see you afterwards, that can be really painful. I had a friend who was raped and she needed money for medical care. And she was ashamed and couldn't talk to her parents about it. Basically, after I helped her, she didn't want to see me. She gave a bit too much of herself, and I understood that. Yeah. I think this is kind of a deep shit to Dude, talk it's crazy. about. crazy. Yeah, for a song that like makes me feel so good and positive and happy to listen to, yeah. it is really a dark song. But it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, sometimes things end, Yeah. and maybe it's not a great reason. Yeah. And, and like, sometimes it ends in suicide. Sometimes it ends in disillusionment. Sometimes right. it ends in, like you know, bands going on indefinite hiatus. Right, yeah. Which Third Eye Blind didn't. They stayed together. They still make records. They still, they still yeah. tour, yeah. Yeah, they still record with Eric Valentine. Man. Um, <laughs> what a great... The man. What, yeah, that's like the, the thing I want to talk about first is how do you mix for so many guitars? Yeah. Because there's an acoustic guitar, there's like at least three electrics, yeah. and then there's that kind of that weird bubbly sweep yeah. echo guitar. I think in this song, because you know we always talk about like we always talk about panning and yeah. ranges, but what I think is different about this song mm-hmm. is they made the conscious choice of saying the guitar is going to be the star. Yeah, it's going to be it's a guitar and vocal song. Yeah, the drums aren't super like crazy in your face like no, misery no, no, business. No. The bass is there, but it's not like, you know, it's not like a gorilla song where it's like the main element. Everything kind of supports the guitar. Exactly, and the vocal. So I think with them just making the decision that this is a guitar song, they're able just to go, all right, here's all the guitars. Yeah. I also love a song that starts with a chorus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Like, used to be way more common, and I guess it's kind of coming back now, or now we have songs that are, like, only choruses, basically, which maybe that's the thing. But I always appreciated this song, like, totally announces what it is like immediately oh yeah um, i mean that's the move yeah that's the move i think like uh, like there are some pretty famous live performances of the song like one thing that's cool about third eye blind is they were a la- like a label critical darling band like mm-hmm. labels were like these guys are gonna be fucking big yeah but it wasn't really happening for them um and then eventually they opened five shows for the rolling stones uh, and that's kind of what catapults them including a couple of really good versions of this song but i think my favorite performance of jumper uh, a live version is at focella yeah me too <laughs> me too um adam demamp yeah 
Blake something? Uh, yeah. Oh, is it Henderson? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 it is Blake Henderson. Uh, Anders Holmvik? Yes, thank you, dude. And Carl. Carl. Car- <laughs> For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about a great episode of Workaholics where I think like they, these the dudes meet this girl these girls at a bar and this girl's really into 3EB yeah third eye blind 3EB because like they, it's like her dad was yeah. gonna kill himself and then he listened to this jumper song and he didn't that's what that's what it happens yeah it's uh what a great what a great retelling of jumper by third eye blind by workaholics yeah they killed it. that yeah. episode is so funny it's got the dude the ufc fighter Oh, Chuck Liddell. Yeah, it's got yeah. Chuck Liddell on it, and he's like spanking them with that wooden uh, thing. Dude, I was so I was so into the UFC like in high school, and I remember it was like kind of fringe popular at yeah. that point. Yeah, and Chuck Liddell was like interviewed on some morning show in Dallas, right? And this and like this was before he was making guest appearances, right? Singing Jumper by Third Eye Blind, right. but uh, he was so fucking hungover, he seemed like he was about to die. <laughs> he was like on drugs and it's so funny like after afterwards he was like he put out a statement he's like just too much nyquil the night before wow nyquil hangovers are real though yeah i remember one time <laughs> like i was sick and I, I there was no way i was gonna make it to school the next day but like i think my mom really needed me mm-hmm. to make it to school like maybe she had work or something and i chugged so much she fed me so much nyquil i remember like my vision being a rainbow <laughs> Just I remember waking up and just seeing everything like a uh, rainbow, and I was like, "Oh man, yeah. this, this is what it's like." There's a great Elliot Smith song about that, actually. Oh wow, which is uh, like that exact experience, like seeing the lights and with Nyquil. Like, yeah, yeah, See, I, yeah. It happens. <laughs> you take enough Nyquil, it's, it will happen. It's that DM. Yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah, it goes down in the DM. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, that's all I've got for Jumper. I really like the song. I think Third Eye Blind is is a cool band. I, I was a big fan of them when I was a kid. Yeah. I was a big fan of them in high school. I really liked some of these records. In college, I went through another phase that came out with a record. I think it was called Ursa Major. That was yeah, really good. Yeah, that's right. And like, I just think like they're a really interesting rock band. I think they kind of really straddle that divide between cheesy acoustic rock and kind of like more interesting sonic elements. Yeah. And like a lot of that could be their relationship with Eric Valentine. True. You got any good stories about this song? Yeah, man. Like literally this song, like the <laughs> first chord comes on, I am immediately transported back to high school. And it was like our high school was set up like where the students could drive if you were like a junior and a senior. And we had like a three-tiered like parking, like concrete thing. Like mm-hmm. it was like built on a hill. And I remember, you know, the younger students had to park way in the right. back. Yeah, classic. <laughs> you know, yes, because you had to walk in the rain to yeah. school and stuff. Because you're a pledge bitch. Pledge, freshman. exactly. And I remember I had this one friend, no names, but he had this, you know, Toyota SUV and he would have his windows down <laughs> blasting this song. And they'd be they'd be in there singing because then you drive your friends to school, like fucking raging. And I just like had this memory because I'd been, I used to be like, man, I fucking love this song and they love this song. And I remember I can just like, I can close my eyes and see myself walking into school with like the morning dew and yeah. the fucking sun's coming out. Oof. I can hear the song. I'm like, this song is so amazing. That's pretty cool, man. I, it's always fun when you have like a real visceral experience yeah. with a tune. Man, I'm glad we got to talk about this song today. If anybody listening out there like has a cool experience or memory with music, just email us. Yeah. Um, you know, we are we are on Instagram. We have a Patreon page. Please, please rate and review this podcast and subscribe. Even in your reviews, you can be like, oh, I remember one time, like, I roasted three joints in a row and li- listened to Jumper by Third Eye Blind. 
decided to change my name to Anders Holmberg. Right. <laughs> like, just let us know. You know, it's always fun to to explore our relationship with music. And in some ways, that's like what this podcast is all about. Listen to this. Season two. It's happening. Season one's still available, by the way. 50 classic songs. Half, half well-researched. Yeah. But, you know, we're bringing a lot of genuine heart to the equation, much like Third Eye Blind. <laughs> 